0: Thank you. Looking for a book. Well, you certainly came to the right place. This is the largest bookshop in the city. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the one you want? The book by John Gaylor. I understand it's the bestseller. It's called uh, The Wind Blows West. Oh, yes, sir. We've got that one right here on the counter. You see, there's such a big demand for it. Ah, shall I wrap it? Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> you know, you're uh, taking quite a chance with this book, you know, sir. Well, a lot of people are taking chances, as I understand it. It's only been out a week and it's sold thousands of copies. Yes, but. Two people have been murdered while they were reading it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the papers. Oh, you did? Frankly, it's one of the reasons I'm buying it. Oh, I so? wonder why two men were murdered while they were reading it. Well, I certainly don't know, sir. And I have to do the police. <laughs> I guess they don't. There you are. Thank That's, you. That'll be uh, $2.50. Uh, here you are. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the book, sir, and that nothing happens to you. No <laughs> way about me. Good day. Call again. Thank you, I will. If you should be. I... Uh-huh!
1: Has been murdered Help! Help! Now on to Dick Colmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend.
0: John, how's my favorite author? Fine, how's my favorite publisher? Enjoying the sales on The Wind Blows West. You've written a bestseller, my boy. I'll have to read it sometime. Oh, don't. Oh, you'll wonder why you published it. I know why I published it. The editor read it, said it would make a million dollars. And I thought you published it because it was a work of art. Anything that makes a million dollars is a work of art. (laughs) But seriously, John, it is a fine book. Everybody's talking about it. Good, but how about the people asking about it? Have there been many people up to see you? Only those few I told you about. Hey, John, tell me something. Why do you want to know who asks for your real name? I have a reason. I'm sure you do. You've made such a point of wanting to know their names and addresses. Why, John? Why? Yes. Because I'm interested in the people who are interested in me.
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Blackie, please.
0: I can't help it, Mary. Don't you realize three men have been murdered?
2: Well, you can't help them either, Blackie.
0: No, but I can do something to stop a fourth, can't I? Well, I guess I will. should be able to. Tell I don't know where to begin.
2: Three men were killed. Two of them reading that new book, The Wind Blows West. And the other one just after he bought it.
0: Yes, the first two men were from out of town, and the other one was a very respectable local citizen.
2: Oh, uh-huh. No connection among the three of them.
0: None that Inspector Faraday knew when I talked to him.
2: Mm. Did you ever hear of anything as fantastic as this, Mary? Everything you work on takes on a touch of fantasy. You're yes, so right. But about this case. Now, apparently, the book is involved in the killings. Why don't see the author? John Galo? Yeah,
0: oh, That's probably his pen name. Mm. I think I'll see the publisher, Alfred Copeland. Oh, Maybe he can tell me how three purchases of that book suddenly became well read. With their own blood. (laughs) Don't
3: be alarmed, Mr. Copeland. Well, are you... Coco is harmless. Yes. He's completely harmless. Aren't you, Coco? Will you take
0: that monstrosity out of here and go with him? Oh,
3: no, Mr. Copeland. What do you want here
0: in my office, anyhow?
3: You're a book publisher, Mr. Copeland. A very successful one at the moment. Now that the wind blows west, it's proven such a favorite with the public. Well, what about it? The author of your book is called John Galen. Now, of course, that's a nom de plume. Now, who is he? That's none of your business. Now, get out of here. Oh, now, Mr. Copeland, you make it so difficult for yourself. Well, <clears throat> Coco. Yes. yes. His neck, Coco. No. I, I just, just... No, no, no. Just a little. no. I'll get... Now, not too hard, Coco. Just enough so that Mr. Copeland yes. will be reasonable me... Now, the real name and address of the author, Mr. Copeland, if you please. I won't. Uh, hey, anybody in there? Here, quick, oh, come on, let him alone. Come out uh, the side door with me. I uh, think we've got what we want anyway. Uh, we'll be back to see you, Mr. Copeland, if we have to, which I doubt. You'll remember us, won't you? Hey, open up in there. What's going on?
2: Hey, just
0: a minute. I'm coming. Well, it's about. I'm going to black out. Here, wait a minute now, Fred. Here, let me help you on this chair. There. Now relax just a second while I get you a glass of water. Yes, water, please. Water. It's on the way. There we are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, now, pick that glass. There. And I'll also take a little information. I'm Boston Blackie. Now, tell me what was going on in here. Nothing. It certainly looked like nothing happened. But that's your business, I suppose. My business is to find out who John Gaylord is. Sorry, I can't tell you that either. You're the fourth person who wanted to know that, but I've told nobody. Did you tell Gaylord about the other three calls? About two of them. The other call was the one you interrupted. All three callers wanted to know the real name and address of John Gaylord. But I didn't tell them, and I won't tell you. Why do you want to know about Gaylord? Because of his book? Yes, Mr. Copeland. Take my word for it. You've published what is undoubtedly the most novel novel of all time.
2: (laughs)
1: Sure, Jeannie. come on out and watch the fun. Why are
2: you shooting that rifle? What are you shooting at? Come on out here. Yeah, you bet I will.
1: Why am I shooting this rifle? <laughs> Who's got a better reason? I think it's... Joe,
2: Joe, what are you doing? You've never fired a gun in your life. What are you doing with that rifle?
1: Jeannie, you wouldn't want to be a widow, would you? Oh, of
2: course, now. What are you talking about? You
1: wouldn't want to be a widow, and I don't want to be known as the late Joe Parkinson.
2: Don't talk like that.
1: That's the reason I'm practicing with this gun.
2: Joe, you sound as if you knew somebody was going to kill you. Somebody is. What?
1: Somebody's going to try, that is. Joe. I just finished reading The Wind Blows West.
2: You mean the book that the three men who were killed had with them? Mm-hmm. But, Joe, thousands of people are reading that book. Why should anyone pick you out?
1: For a very good reason, Jeannie. Yes? You see, I know why those other men were killed. (gasps) And the killer must come after me. But if he does, I'll be waiting for him, like this.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Don't be impatient, coach yeah. And don't bang the film. Uh, All you want? Uh, with butter, too. Yes, mm. yes, <laughs> yes, I want you to eat a lot, Coco. All you can, because tonight I want you strong. Yes. Stronger than you've ever been. Yes, yes. I have a job for you, you see, an important job. And I want you to be strong enough to do it quickly, adroitly, and convincingly. Yes. <laughs>
0: Tell you the truth, Blackie. I knew you wouldn't stay out of this case. Aren't you glad I didn't find No. You wouldn't have known the real name of the author of The Wind Blows West if it weren't for me. And we wouldn't be on our way to see him. I have found out the same way you did from the publisher, Copeland. Copeland didn't tell me. What? He didn't have to. I just happened to notice a check on his desk made out of John Gaylord. And the envelope was addressed to the house that we're going to right now. So you look on other people's desks, do you? Well, remind me never to let you in my office. The only thing you ever have on your desk is your big feet. Oh, uh, Hey, uh, sorry. Now what? Copeland said he had a caller before I got to see him. So? Maybe he looked at the check, too. Well, come on, Inspector. What do you think I'm going to do, wait here in the car for you to see Gaylord alone? <laughs> got a hunch we you in a hurry. Can't you go any faster? Not with you in my way. But there's nothing new about that. You're always in my way. Someday. Hold Blackie, it, I'm... Faraday. Hold it when I ring this bell. Why don't you break the door down, hero? Isn't that the way they always do the rescuing in books? Don't talk about books to me. Now, when that door opens, be ready for anything. We might be just in time, yes? Uh, well be ready for anything, you say. Well, uh, you, John Gaylord? How did you find me? Never mind that. We want to come in and talk to you. I'm Faraday of Homicide. Oh, I see. Well, I'd like to ask you in, gentlemen, but couldn't you make it in a couple of hours? You see, I'm entertaining. You understand. All right, Blackie. He says he's entertaining. Which is more than I can say for you. You're very kind. You sure you're not in trouble, Gaylord? Trouble? Of course not. Well, I don't anticipate any. Come on, Blackie. Okay. Look, Black Gaylord, we're coming back. You've got a lot of talking to do. Anytime, Inspector.
3: <laughs> Very wise, Mr. Gaylord. Very wise. Yeah, yeah. If you'd said one thing wrong to those two men, you know, Coco would have thrown his knife into you. <laughs> Wouldn't you, Coco? Yeah, yeah. Ah, you see? Well, then, Mr. Gaylord, shall we continue where we left off? Where was that? It was where you were going to protect your health by signing over to me half your income from your current best-selling literary effort.
0: I never intended to do that. No? No. Oh,
3: then why, why didn't you inform those two gentlemen of my presence here?
0: You would have killed me if I had.
3: Uh-huh.
0: You won't kill me if I refuse to sign over the money. Ah,
3: that's quite right. We won't kill you while there's a chance of your changing your mind. Now, let's get down to business.
2: unhappy, Blackie. You don't? Oh, you track down John Gaylord, the author of The Wind Blows West. You can find him any time you like. When you see him next, you'll get the information you want out of him. Only I, I am worried about one thing. What's that? If the book has something to do with the three killings, everybody concerned knows you're working on the murder. Hmm. Publisher knows it. The author probably recognized you. You're not safe. I'm
0: not smart either, or I'd listen to you. Blackie. What is it?
2: You hear that? There what? Footsteps, those footsteps.
0: But there are a lot of apartments on my floor, Mary. Take it easy. Well, I... Blackie,
2: those footsteps have stopped.
0: Yes, right outside this door. Yeah. Well, if this is what I... This is exactly what I'd
2: for. No, 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 Blackie, Yes, no. Mary, definitely,
0: yes. I can't get a lead on this case, but it looks like somebody's coming after me. That'll help a little.
2: Blackie, Blackie, the doorknob
0: turning. I know. I'm going to take care of whoever it is. I'm uh, giving a little informal reception with his me. honor, and he's going to be the surprised party And now back to Boston Blackie. Three men are killed with a copy of John Gaylord's bestseller, The Wind Blows West, in their hands. Unknown to Boston Blackie and Inspector Faraday, a man named Joe Parker tells his wife he knows who killed the three men and why, and that he expects to be the murderer's next victim. A moment ago, Blackie was in his apartment with Mary Wesley when the knob on the door turned slowly. As we return to our story, it is just a few seconds later, and Blackie waits for the door to open.
2: Stay back, Mary. The
0: door's opening. I'm going to jump this guy, and I'll make it bounced around a little.
2: Now, please be careful, Blackie.
0: They can hear it.
2: Blackie, Blackie, Inspector Faraday, look out! Look out! Oh,
0: oh! Sorry, Inspector.
2: You but they should
0: me. teach you not to walk in here unannounced. What do you want me to do? Come in over a public address system?
2: <laughs> here, Inspector Foward, they have a chance. No, thanks,
0: Miss Wesley. Give it to Blackie. Let him hit me over the head with it. Have a real good time. Oh, I'm sorry, Inspector. Yeah, I'll bet you are.
2: <laughs>
0: now, look, Blackie, I'll tell you why I came up here. You took me to Gaylord, so I'll give you a tip. All right. There is a link between Williams and Lawrence. The first two men to be killed while reading that book we're mixed up with. What's the missing link, missing link? I prefer to believe you're stuttering and not insulting me again. <laughs> Never mind. What about Williams and Lawrence? They were on an expedition in Alaska together 20 years ago with two other men. Uh-huh. Henry Evans and a guy now known as Joe Parker. How do you know? I just got a phone call from Parker's wife. She told me two other very interesting things. Yeah? Parker's name used to be Willow Grant. No kidding. He knows why Williams and Lawrence were killed, and he expects to be next. Well, you really know a lot, don't you? I'll tell you something I know, too. You're not going to see Parker alone. I'm going with you.
1: I'm sorry, Inspector Faraday. Sorry. Blackie. Well? I don't know why my wife told you what she did. She must have been out
0: of her mind. Am I out of my mind, Parker, or I've... I've seen you somewhere before. I've
1: been around town for about 15 years, Blackie. I guess. Ah,
0: never mind about that. All right. Blackie, your wife said you knew two of the dead men, Williams and Lawrence. Is that true?
1: Yes, it is, Inspector. How come? Before I changed my name, the three of us were on an expedition in Alaska with Henry Evans. Evans was lost. He was drowned. He was washed over a waterfall one night when he went for water. At least, that's what we thought. What do you
0: mean, that's what you thought? We didn't see him go over the falls. What about his body? We never found his body. I see. What about the expedition? Did you find what you were looking for? No, we didn't.
1: We had a map showing the location of a huge gold vein, but Evans had the map with him when he died, so we lost the map too. I came back here, got in a jam, served my sentence, and changed my name. Fine tip you had, Faraday. All I
0: needed. To... <laughs> I no. Blackie, down, down, nothing. Let's go get that guy in the window. Come on, Blackie, come back here. Looks like I'll have to. Ah, uh, too dark out here to see you fire that shot. I think that bullet was meant for you, though, Pucker. Yes, Blackie, I think it was. Well, you seem to be awfully calm about it. Who wants to kill you and why?
1: I'd rather not say why, Inspector. I prefer to handle this myself.
0: Faraday speaking. Inspector Faraday. Yes? This is Alfred Copeland, the publisher. Yeah? Your friend Boston Blackie was up to see me yesterday. I know you two work together. I think I have some information for you that may have a bearing on the three murders. Well? John Gaylord, the author of The Wind Blows West, just called me. He's being shaken down by a fellow named Small, Kenneth Small. His address is 499 Baylord Street. 499 Baylert wanted me to send a check to that address. That's how I know. Kenneth Small, huh? Yes, very little man. But there's a thick skull giant with him all the time. A man named Coco. Mm Mm-hmm. A man named Small and a giant named Coco. That's right. Thanks, Copeland. I'll look into this and see what I can get out of it. been trying to shake down John Gaylord. What do you know about the deaths of the three men reading Gaylord's book? Not a thing. <laughs>
3: Which I imagine is just what you know, or you wouldn't be asking me.
0: Cute, huh?
3: <laughs> Why, no, Inspector.
0: I'm going to take you in on an extortion rap. Oh. Come on, smarty go in with us. Take his arms, Matthews. Sure,
3: Inspector. Come Get on. Yes. Coco, go Coco, come it. here. Get yeah. him, Coco. Get him. Yeah.
0: Matthew, look right. at that guy. Yeah. He's a giant. Yeah. He's coming to you, Matthews.
3: Don't I know
0: it's uh, when he gets hurting? Uh,
2: get
1: oh, oh, Inspector, that, that guy sure had powerful head.
0: Yeah, powerful head, too. I had to sock him with that blackjack before he went down. i I'm,
1: I'm glad you got
0: him off. Uh,
3: hey, Inspector, the the little guy's
0: gone. Uh-oh. well, the big guy was trying to take us apart, Small got away.
3: Now, now, now. We have get far, Bernie. Blackie, and you grab Small? Yes, but, Bernie, look at
0: Small ran from the arms of the law right into mine. Here he is.
3: You know, see, I he followed
0: right. you here. Hey. Huh? Who's the guy on the floor, your brother? What? He looks unconscious enough to be. You're very humorous. Thanks for grabbing Small. Now, don't exactly, go telling me you solved the case for me. Case. No, I haven't yet. Small's just an extortionist. Oh, no, I see. But while you're taking Coco and Small downtown, I'm going to pick up the phone and then pick up your killer for you. Hello? Hello, Parker. This is Boston Blackie. What do you want? Nothing. But I know you want something. Do I? Mm-hmm. How would you like to find John Gaylord?
1: think I would.
0: I know you would before he finds you. What are you getting at? I have this whole thing figured out, and so do you. You know who killed Williams and Lawrence, and you know why that other man was killed, and why a shot was fired at you through your window. Do I? Mm Mm-hmm. The third man was killed because he looked an awful lot like you. Now, uh, about finding John Gaylord, you'd like that, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. Maybe I would, to uh, get his autograph.
0: All right, Parker. I'll give you his address. And then here's what I want you to... Coming. Mr. Gaylord? Are you... You look a little surprised to see me. I'm more surprised to see that gun in your hand. But for a minute I thought you were someone I used to know. I didn't get the name.
1: Parker. Joe Parker. You uh, know me, don't you?
0: The face is familiar. You know
1: it is. But the name is new, just the same as yours is. I knew you was Evans. Henry Evans.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Oh, yes, you do. I know. And I knew it when I heard that Williams and Lawrence were dead.
0: Get out of here.
1: Oh, no. I'm staying a while. I'd be dead, too, if some poor guy hadn't looked so much like me. You shot him instead of me.
0: Yes. I had a tough time finding you after I killed that man by mistake. But I did find you.
1: Yeah, I know. You could have shot at me through the window of my house a little while ago. Now you're gonna get what's coming to you.
0: Well, maybe what's coming to me is that gun of yours. Exactly or I'll You'll bet you what? <coughs> I'll pick up that gun. Oh no, you That's Too late. I already have it. Why, you you didn't expect me to kick the gun out of your hand. I did expect
1: you? most anything from you. You kill three men, the 4th doesn't matter, does it? Not a bit.
0: I'll never be able to rest as long as you're alive. Oh. No, you have money, don't you? You found that gold. Yes, I found that gold. I had millions. But I couldn't spend it. I was afraid something I did would get in the newspapers and you and Williams and Lawrence would find me. I was rich. But I couldn't use my money because of my three partners. I had to get rid of all three. But I didn't know where you were. So you wrote that book. That's right. By telling our own story in that book, I knew you and Williams and Lawrence would come looking for me. To get your share of the gold.
1: I didn't come looking for you.
0: No, but Williams and Lawrence did. They asked my publisher who I was and where I was. I had him tell me about everyone who asked for me. He got their addresses. And I killed them. You thought you'd found me when you killed
1: someone who looked like me. Well, I'm... He doesn't matter.
0: What matters is you're here. And I'm going to kill you. And right now. Oh! Pick the gun on the floor, Gaylord, or you'll be down there with it. Right, Faraday? I'll pick the gun up, Blackie. And Gaylord, too. Blackie, look out. Gaylord's heading for the door. I mean, he's heading to the floor. <laughs> okay. Okay, Faraday, there he is. With Parker's cooperation, my plan works. Shall I pick Gaylord up, or uh, wait till he wakes up? Let him wake up. Well, it's just about finishes it, Blackie. You know, we picked up Coco and that fellow Small, who was uh, strictly an extortionist. So we've got them all. Okay with me, Farley? Only when I think of the incidents that happened over that novel, The Wind Blows West, could I write a book? <laughs>
2: Lucky, I just finished reading John Gaylord's book, and I don't think it's so good.
0: Oh, it's a fair book, Mary. But his story after he wrote the book would make a more exciting novel.
2: Maybe he'll write that book.
0: (laughs) Sure. He'll call it The Last Days of Gaylord, or uh, Gaylord Goes West. (laughs) He's on his way to death row, you know,
2: Mary. Well, he should be with three murders, to his credit.
0: To his discredit. The credit is all on Faraday's side for catching him before he killed Joe Parker, too.
2: Oh, I think you deserve that credit, Blackie.
0: <laughs> well, I was only giving you Paroday's sentiment. Oh. It was lucky that I remembered where I'd seen Parker before.
2: You mean where you thought you saw him, don't you?
0: Yeah. To pin the three killings on one person, I had to have something that connected all three victims. The dead man who looked like Parker had no connection with the other two until I remembered that he looked like Parker.
2: Mm. Well, I guess that's that.
0: Yeah. Our author, John Gaylord, played a pretty serious game. And he wanted Parker as a fourth for murder.
3: What a catch by George Kittle!
1: (laughs) Hey Niner fans, George Kittle here with a pro tip for making the best play on your eyewear. Visit Zinny.com, the official eyewear of the 49ers. Zinny has changed the game for you finally making prescription glasses affordable for everyone. At Zenni, you can find over 3,000 frames with unbelievable prices. Look for the Kittles collection so you can rock our styles every day too. So visit zenni.com, start shopping from home using their virtual try-on, and change your eyewear game forever.